ground floor. Welcome to the elevator sessions. We hope you enjoy your stay. This is going to be one spicy ride. Hello everyone and welcome to our A-Level podcast. My name is Isha and I am joined by my fellow speakers, Jared. Hi. Kavishnu. Hello. Jen Ha. Hello. And Has Fariza. Hi. Today we will be discussing multiple topics within this podcast that we have either experienced firsthand or we have seen others around us go through. Without further ado, let me pass on the mic to the man of the hour, Jen Hao. Hello everyone and welcome to our podcast. I am Jen Hao and I will be the moderator for today. So in life, pandemic or not, there are bound to be regrets. It can be something very small, like for example, wishing you would have slept earlier the night before your 8am class, or it can be, you know, something very major that till this day still stresses you out or would instantly make you feel defeated. Especially at a time like this, when physical interaction with people is becoming a rare opportunity, we tend to think about the unpolished sides of ourselves when we're alone. You know, it happens more than you think it does. However, what if I tell you that it's perfectly fine to have regrets, though it doesn't mean that you have to sweep all your regrets under the carpet and act like nothing happened, but rather learn to, you know, face it, embrace it, and accept it. Thus, our main topic for today is about regret, and we are going to share about our own regrets. So in a way, you guys who are listening will be like our counsellors as well, and hopefully you guys will be able to resonate with us on a thing or two. Without further ado, let's get the ball rolling with Isha. What are your regrets in life? Okay, so I have many regrets in my life, especially right now during the pandemic, as I wanted to travel more, not only with my family, but with my friends as well. And the traveling part, I don't mean going overseas to countries. I also mean going to malls or going to arcades with my friends, these places, which bring all of us entertainment and make more memories together. Yeah, Isha, I agree. I mean, last time we used to have the freedom to go to malls every day. I remember after PT3, my friends and I would always go to One Utama and we would always play bowling together and gone are the days that we can, you know, freely use such facilities. So what about you, Kafu? What are your regrets? I mean, um, for me, my biggest regret would be not being as active in my co-curricular activities back in high school. You know, we always feel like we tell ourselves, you can do it next year. It's okay if you don't take part this year. You know, it's always up until Form 5. And then your Form 5 is just you staying at home, staring at your computer screen, trying to study. So uh, it's just so many competitions, so many school-level activities that uh, I really regret not being able to join because of the pandemic. Oh, Kafu, what sports were you interested in? I used to play tennis. I say used because I have not been able to play tennis in a very long time. All the courts are closed. I'm not allowed <laughs> to go to any. I hope to be able to play once we once we get back on campus, actually. Oh, so were you like MSSM level? MSSS is the highest I've ever been. Anything beyond that, it's a godlike status as far as, I'm, as far as I see it. Oh, but well, you managed to go to MSSS level, which is still very high though, if you think about it. You're making me blush, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, speaking about sports, right. Actually, I was schoolmates with Jared, and I know that he is very good in volleyball. So Jared, <laughs> do you have any regrets or do you have similar experiences with Kafu in terms of your regrets in high school? I mean, my biggest regret is definitely, you know, just missing out um, my final year of high school and um, just the amount of opportunities that I missed out on. Um, especially, you know, the last year of my high school is actually, uh, it's a time where I actually have the chance to live my dream because I finally made the MSSM team that year and that was always my goal. I mean, in, throughout my secondary school. 
So, you know, like after five years, you know, like finally reached there. But then, you know, suddenly the pandemic comes and just take it all away from you. That's a bit of a disappointment. Yeah, but you no, know, life moves on. So which level were you going to participate though? MSM, which is uh, represent, I'll be representing, uh, you know, my state. So you were supposed to represent Selangor in the MSSM volleyball competition? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like, it was actually like cancelled, you know, one day you were supposed to depart to the venue. Yeah, and before that we already like, you know, did our training together, like we were prepared for it. Then suddenly like one day before, like the, like after, after we finished training and then suddenly, you know, uh, we just got, uh, got the news that, you know, it will be, um, you know, originally they said postponed. Yeah, but you know, the pandemic never ends and then in the end it's cancelled. Yeah, I, I think most of us share the same thought. Like we had plans for the holiday. I remember pandemic happened before a holiday. And then we all were living under an impression that, oh, pandemic is just going to last for two weeks. Like it sort of became an illusion to us. Don't you guys think? Yes. Definitely. Everyone was very optimistic at the start, you know, like Jared said, we all thought it was just postponed, but not cancelled. And then uh, the pandemic didn't cancel itself. So our events had to be. But yeah, like what? Kapu said, yeah, we really were sort of scammed by the pandemic. So I, I do feel kind of bad for those who actually work very hard and trained a lot just to have their dreams be taken away by the pandemic, especially like Jared. I'm pretty sure most of the A-level students who were once great athletes as well also experienced the same pain. You know, you you're building up since from one, you're training very hard just to make your stay proud and then just to have and then in the end have that chance be taken away so what about you hasfariza do you have any regrets in high school or in life in general one thing that i really do regret in high school is not able to like restore the choral speaking team to its full potential in my opinion in my school choral speaking is not a very popular it's not even a club it only like they only bring up choral speaking and you only can have the meetings and the training sessions when there's a competition coming here. If not, you're not allowed to have any activities with choral speaking at all. So what I wanted to do was have weekly choral speaking trainings and make it like a something like a club. Maybe it didn't have to be an actual club, but to make it very consistent and so it wouldn't be so rushing. Because in Fompor, I was the conductor of choral speaking too. But during that time, everything was such a rush that it wasn't able to go so smoothly. But then all my plans didn't come true because of the pandemic and I couldn't do much for the choral speaking team like I wanted to. So you were the conductor for the choral speaking. So do you have any long-term plans when you became the conductor? Like, did you have any like goals or vision in mind when you were, you were going to be from five? I did. See, in from four, I had my, like the person who was the conductor year before and when I was in form three, and then she was like trying to guide me and help me during that time because it's very rushing. And also there were some other like problems we faced during that period of time coming to the competition. So in Form 5, I was like, I was like doing things all on my own. I could like write my own script. I had my own freedom of creativity. It was like all in my hands and what I could do. But I was, I had so many plans. Like I, like I said earlier, I wanted to have trainings that are consistent. I wanted to practice more and so many other things like that, but we couldn't do that. I understand with what you feel because my school, we had many clubs and Many clubs are being handled by wonderful leaders. And I always aspire those leaders who had great dreams of trying to make a change for their clubs. So I'm curious though, were your teachers supportive of your goals, of your plans to make choral speaking a club? 
No, I mean, it's not that they're not supportive. It's just that I think they had this mindset or like they already had this thought that it wasn't a club and only like they were taught from the beginning that it was like only has to be brought up if there's a competition nearby. So and also like it wasn't a club like choir. At my school, like choir was very popular. Choral speaking was like on the sidelines. And in primary school, I was ready into choral speaking since like standard four or five. So like I was so like disappointed when the hype wasn't there for choral speaking at high school. Ah, uh, okay, I see, I see. I I understand with what you feel because I I mean not to brag, but personally I was the head prefect of my school, and when I became the head prefect, I also had many long term goals or visions. I wanted to make a few changes to the board and. You know, I I did have the vision, but sadly it was all cancelled due to COVID. I mean, same with what Kafu said, we were all living under the impression of COVID will cancel itself. But I too share the same regret as you, as to not being able to carry out my duties fully. I mean, as prefects, everything is all hands on, all practical. I mean, we can't have like meetings to spot check on on students, for example. <laughs> That was practically impossible. So yeah, but. I think that wasn't one of my biggest regret in school. I've thought about this for a long time, and I think like my regret, my biggest regret was actually not doing a particular homework. It might sound cliche, it might sound cheesy, but actually, it actually hit right close to heart for me. Because okay, here's the story. I was when I was elected as the head prefect, it was all very busy. You know, you have you have to adapt to the board. You gotta do a lot of things. And so I sort of lost track of time. I couldn't. My time management wasn't the best, and I didn't do a lot of homework. I I had many homeworks piling up behind, so I tried to finish off. But there was one particular homework which was writing a Chinese essay. I just put that off for a month. It wasn't a few days. I just put it off for a month. One day, my teacher came and asked me like,、uh, "Jen Hao, where's your where's your essay in Chinese?" Of course, <laughs> and I just told her. I can't submit it to you right now. She replied with, "Can you do it by the end of the day? Like, can you submit it by the end of the class?" And I told her,、uh, "This task, I think, a bit difficult. In Chinese, it will be 有一点难 And I didn't know that something such a small one line of word would actually impact her so much. She felt very like offended that I, for first, I am the head prefect and I'm not following the rules. And second. I can't submit the homework that is due that was due one month ago, and it was really an embarrassing moment. She was she was super angry at that time, but then because that at that time I wanted to leave for duty, so that made it even worse. And so in the next class, she called me out and she scolded me in front of the whole class, which I feel that it was well deserved. I mean. I didn't do my homework, so I deserve to be punished. But she she didn't bring it up. At, she didn't make made it a big big、uh, hoo ha or something like that. But it was really something that I to this day still regret because I mean it's something that I could have done. It could have easily finished in like a week or a few days. But I chose to just procrastinate. And they say procrastination is the thief of time, and you know that that is really very true. So. I remember after school, I went to find her and I cried while apologizing. That was a really sad part because this teacher was has taught me since form three, and she knows me quite well. And this is the first time she cried and I cried too. So it was a very sad moment for me. 
and I feel that it's sort of a failure for, on my side as a head prefect that I couldn't actually show the best part of myself. So I guess you can say that my regret, although it's something very small, but to me it impact, impacted me quite a lot, lah, to be honest. It's the, the smallest things that matter the most a lot of the time. Right? The things that you remember the most. That, yeah. That, that was a very deep story. Right? The yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. But yeah, we often take the small things for granted, right? Like, you know, who, who would knew that pandemic would hit? Like, none of us knew. We were all always taking taking things for granted, like, oh, we can put that, we can't. Like, for example, oh, competitions, we can participate in it next year, right? Did you ever end up submitting that work? Oh, yes, of course, I ended, oh. up, <laughs> I ended up submitting. I submitted on that day itself because uh, yeah. I knew she was already very mad. And I mean, after she scolded me and then after she returned my work, she actually sort of praised me. She said, well, actually, your homework, which you are rushing in school, is better than the one you do done at home. I don't know if that's a, actually a compliment or actually uh, like, you know. <laughs> that's a, a compliment and an insult. <laughs> yeah. But, like you know, your, your response when she asked you whether you could submit it by today was very bothered. That would be difficult. <laughs> I'm going to try it for my next assignment. Yeah, because like at that point, at that time, I was really very busy and I, I, I just had too much things in my head. So I just like blatantly, like I, I didn't, I, I actually didn't mean it seriously. I was actually like sort of a jokingly, a joke, a joke, like not a joke, but I was jokingly replying her that, oh, it's going to be quite difficult. But, you know, sometimes the words you say sound different from the third person's perspective. So, yeah, I do, you know, understand that. I mean, she has all the right to be mad at me. I mean, homework due one month. Oh, that's very bad. Yeah, For those listening, yeah, don't, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, but Chinese essays as homework is uh, just another. Just yeah. Like it, it's it's not tough, but then it's very like tedious, yeah. right, Jared? I think I wrote about like six essays during the last two years of my high school, and things all during exams, huh? So <laughs> I, I really enjoy writing like you no know, essays and stuff. Like that. Yeah, so this type of things, like like what Kafu said, so yeah, we often the smallest thing hurt the most. So I guess, so I guess in life we should probably you know be more mindful of the small things. You know, probably some small actions in life could result in a very big change in the future. So in a, another way, always be kind to another person or always be the most responsible responsible side of yourself. And don't procrastinate. Yes, of course, don't procrastinate. You know, I have actually this problem with procrastination, but I'm also very scared of failure. So this two combination is probably the most chaotic combination. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel, I feel, it's like... It's like uh, you procrastinate, but then you feel like really guilty and really bad after. Yeah, especially during exams. I remember close to SPM, like you just don't want to study, but then you know that you're not going to do well if you don't study. So you start like doing more. Yes. So, well, if you're listening to this, you've got an essay that you've not finished yet. Go do that essay after you're done listening to us. <laughs> yes, of course. So uh, for this part, anyone else have anything to add on? So if you have regrets, it. I feel that it's always better if you talk about it with someone else. Let someone who care about you listen to you and, you know, having sort of an output. So I guess let this be a sign. It's never too late to accept your regrets. 
no matter what has happened in the past, you still can change how you feel about it in this moment right now. So I sincerely hope that this message reaches someone in need of healing. So don't feel bad, don't feel down if you made a big mistake in the in the past. And, you know, learn to face it, embrace it, and accept it. So with that said, to lighten up that depressing mood just now, I've actually prepared a few would-you-rather questions for everyone. And this, and while the speakers are actually discussing on the would-you-rather questions, you guys, the listeners, can actually participate as well. And you guys can think about it and actually reflect upon it while we are actually giving the answers. So yeah, here's the first question, which is something school-related, but I think would resonate with most of us. So would you rather be the smartest person in school or the most popular one? Okay, uh, I would definitely choose the smartest one. Ooh. I mean, if you're smart, you're kind of popular, so isn't it? Hmm. Like, if you, get every, like, you get first place every term, every semester. I mean, people would know your name, right? That is, that is true though, but then I would also like to remind that some people who are smart tend to not want to be sociable. Like, I do have friends, I mean, I'm not trying to like, look down, I'm, I'm not looking down on them or trying to diss them, but they are so focused in their studies that they don't have time to socialize, and that in turn made them sort of somewhat a nerd. If, I mean, it's not in a bad way, but they are just so focused in their studies. So what do you guys think? Do you want to be the smartest person in school or the most popular one? I would like to feel how being popular in school feels like. Man, I mean, okay, I mean, it's not like you're not popular, but you know, like the, the center of attention, like everything you do is being uh, focused on by others. I don't like, think I would like that though. I'm not hmm. sure if I feel very comfortable with being, uh, you know, always being in the middle of everything. Mm. But uh, I think, you know, ultimately I'll go with being the smartest. It's just, it's better long term, I guess. <laughs> okay, so you switch from being popular to being the smartest. Okay, interesting. That is interesting. Ah, go, go ahead, Asfariza. I think I would want to be the smartest too, because I feel like if you're the most popular person, you have, like, one, the center, of, you'll be the center of attention too. What if you have so many fake friends around you, you know? Uh, that is true though. I mean, yeah, the world is kind of scary nowadays, right? Like exactly. if you would see the influencers, they always get attacked for mm -hmm. the li the most little things they do. And then what so, if you like, whoever you trust, and then like they stab you in the back, you know, it's better oh. to have quality over quantity. Oh man, <laughs> Asfariza, has someone betrayed you in the past? Who hurt you? you? <laughs> yeah, you sound very traumatized. <laughs> well, maybe there has been, or maybe there hasn't. Oh, that's. I'm so ready for the backstory reveal yet. Yeah, uh, tune in next two. time for the episode yeah, two. Episode confirmed. Two. It's uh, <laughs> opening of a backstory reveal on everyone here. All right, Isha, what about you? Smartest or the most popular? Since I've already gotten pretty good grades in my high school, I would love to try to be the most popular person in my class or in my school because I don't know, whenever I looked at these people, whenever I looked at these people in my high school and I saw them be the center of attention, I used to think, how did they get such attention? How did they become so popular? What did they do? I've always wanted to be in their shoes and experience what it's like to be favored by everyone or to get anything 
that's like shared from the news, everyone immediately knows. It it would be interesting. Not going to lie. Hmm. I see that that is an interesting point of view, and I think I share your point of view as well. I would too like to be a more popular kid than the smartest kid in school. How I mean, are you sure gonna the, do that while being head prefect? Uh, it's possible though. It's possible. Like, yeah, popular for the wrong reason. Was the most popular person. Yeah, I mean that's kind of true though. Uh, I mean, if you're the head prefect, like the whole school knows who you are. Like you know, the teachers will know. Oh, this guy has a different badge on his uniform. So, I guess I sort of experienced that, but not really experienced that to the whole lah. Uh, since pandemic struck, so yeah. All right. So for the next question, I have is. I think kind of a simple one, but I think would rather impact a lot of people. So, would you rather live without music or live without movies and books for the rest of your life? Ooh, Ooh. I think Hasfariza, would you want to take the floor first since you recommended some very good books? We can guess her answer already. Yeah, I would live without music. <laughs> It's definite for me. Okay, like for me, right. I know, like music is very important to people, and it plays like a really big part of their lives. But for me, it's more of books and movies, especially books, because books are everything to me. Like they tell you a story of like what happened, and it's so relatable to our lives. And it's like about human beings, and then there's characters and everything. And another thing is, I really like writing. I write stories and poetry and all that. So that's how I get inspiration, and that's like. What achieve to be like in the future, hopefully. All right, so you would rather give up music because books are your life. That's very understandable. How about you, Isha? I think I'd rather give up books and movies. Music is my life. I go everywhere with music, whether I travel or I'm in the shower singing my heart out, or I'm simply just even if I need to fall asleep sometimes and I can't, I play like soft music which would harmonize me to sleep. So yeah, I'd much rather keep music with me rather than books and movies. Hold up, you said you can't sleep. No, no. Sometimes when I can't sleep, I、uh. normally can sleep very well. But sometimes there are days which I just I have too much thoughts and I can't sleep. So、mm. I need music to calm me down. But other than、I、that,、see. I can sleep very well. <laughs> ah, I see, I see. Okay, Kafu, what about you? That that's an extremely tough question. I I really like music. I really like playing music. I really like reading. I re- I love watching movies and films and all. Oh man! But I think you break it all down. It's all just methods of humans expressing themselves. And I think、uh, you can just express yourself more through a book or a film because it's longer. It's in words. You can write it down. Movies they're gonna stretch it out into a franchise. It's just it's just better to explore characters, explore stories. You get some epic merchandise out of it.、Uh, but music, I, I hate to say it, but、uh, I'm gonna pick books and movies over music. Wow, very deep though. It's it's an interesting thought though. Yeah.、Uh, so for me, it would definitely be music. Cause I mean, how could you live without music, right?、Uh, cause for me, ah,、uh, I just I don't know. I just love music. Every day, I you know. In between classes, I just have to play music.、Uh, even when I do at home, I just have to play music. I don't know. It just been a big part of my life. And movies, uh, I love movies also, but I don't like watch movie every day. And uh, only when I have like you know free time during the weekend or something like that. And books, uh, I'm sorry to say, I don't. <laughs> I can't.、Books. I mean, like actual books that I've read, right? Uh, I think. 
less than five. Right? My heart is breaking to hear that. I don't know that books are just, I mean, I started like after PD3, right? Because uh, I suddenly had a lot of free time. And I saw what I like tried, you know, to start reading. And so I started a book and till now I haven't finished it. What book what? I'm like? serious. What book was oh. it? Uh, it's a book called Mindset. It's not fiction, uh, it's basically talking about like different mindsets people have. It's by Dr. Carol Dweck, if you guys know. She's, uh, I think she's a psychology professor from Stanford. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I just cannot finish that book. I think if you're getting into reading, it's it's probably better to start off with a, something fictional, you know? It's just more captivating, more interesting to, it really motivates you to finish it because you want to know what happens. Yeah, but for, for me, right, like fiction is, if I want something fiction, I'll go for a movie. I don't know, I just, you know, like there are movies, you know, that are based on novels or books. I would just watch the movie and I wouldn't read a book. And then people like Hasper will come and tell you that the book was better than the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah what just, did you say? But I would still, I, I, I still wouldn't want to go read the book. I don't know why. I just, I know I'm not a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So as for me, I'm also a music person. For like, to be honest, I same as Jared, I also listen to music while doing a lot of stuff. Uh, you know, doing homework, I would sometimes also put on some chill music, lo-fi music. And, you know, at times like this, I like, especially A-levels and everything, you don't really have time to watch movies or read a book anymore. I mean, the books you're reading are textbooks. So, yeah, I guess I will do a... It's doable without movies and books for me. So I would rather prioritize music. For those who chose movies and books over music though, what I, I think it would be weird if movies don't have music, right? Imagine watching the uh Avengers you know, without scene. The music. Yeah, in Avengers, in Endgame when everyone gathers up and there's no theme song. <laughs> <laughs> it's so unironic, it's just there like yes. Mission Impossible. Though. Imagine going to Mission Impossible and you don't hear the ten 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 It just yeah. doesn't. So many iconic soundtracks would just not be there. I guess we can just pretend it doesn't exist. <laughs> All right. So hmm, yeah. All right. So that's an interesting thought for you guys listening. I hope that you guys will have a solid answer as well and probably chosen one that is true to yourself. So for the next question. Right. Would you rather only be able to listen every song once or having to listen the song you hate 20 times a day? Do you guys get the question? Like you can only listen to the song once in your lifetime or you can listen to any song multiple times a day, but you have to listen to the song you hate 20 times a day first. Imagine the pain of retail workers who are working in like shops and all that. And you know they're going to be playing those popular songs on the speakers day in, day out. It's just the same six songs on repeat. When it comes to Christmas, it's going to be that one Mariah Carey song. <laughs> <laughs> I think they would choose the, uh, the you know, anything that puts them away from that. The one that uh, able to listen to every song once. <laughs> yeah, that's a good thought. I think I would, I would choose the first one as well, the same thing. I swear to God, if I hear Dance Monkey again, uh, <laughs> so uh, or like Doja Cat's music, like those TikTok music. Oh my God. Wait, I like her music. Hello. 
Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, it, it, it's so not sorry. that the music is the music itself is bad. You know, it's it's bad. you keep Just, replaying it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When you replay it, then definitely it gets annoying. It becomes so diluted. You get some like hyper pop remix of it, and uh. when you remix it into in such a bad way, then yes, it does get very annoying. I'm sorry if I offended any Doja Cat fans. I have nothing against her. I just find the the amount of replays of the song very annoying. I'm not sorry if I offended any Dance Monkey fans. You all deserve to be offended. Why do you like that song? I agree. I agree. I wholeheartedly agree. <laughs> This is why we're gonna get cancelled. <laughs> no, no. Right. How about you, Jared? Uh, I think I'll go for every song once. Yeah, because if you know if I'm music annoying, listening to it twenty times a day, oh gosh, that would be that would be so torturing. Yeah, so I and I mean like there are so many songs in the world, right? So if you hear a song for the first time every day, you listen to a new song, it can't be that bad for me. Wait, if you listen to the new song in one day and the next day comes, can you listen to it again, or does it just once in a lifetime? No, once in a lifetime. Oh my god, <laughs> what a playlist that would be, though. Yeah. yeah. Okay, as for me, I would rather choose listen the song you hate twenty times a day, cause to me, I think it's too cruel to give up the song I like. Like, you listen to it once, and then it's gone forever. It's gone. <laughs> so I I can't really accept that because I do have like some very very favorite songs that I put on repeat almost every day. So I guess it's worth the. Uh, it's more. It's a small price to pay lah. For you know. Being able to listen to the songs you like again and not once only. I definitely go for the second option of listening to a song like a song that I hate twenty times a day before I listen to the songs I usually listen to, because at some point I feel like it'll just become white noise to me, you know? Because it's a song that I hate, but at some point in life when you get used to it, you just think, oh, I have to go through this again, and it just becomes white noise. Then afterwards you realize, oh, I get to listen to my own music again. So I much prefer the second op the uh, second option. Similar to your neighbors doing their construction, I suppose. Yeah, so like it's like you already get used to it. You you already live with it. It's not much of a difference now. So <laughs> that's it. <laughs> okay. As far as that. I think I choose listen to the song I like once only because I can't take it when I listen to a song I hate so many times. It just gets so annoying. And I it gets on my nerves, and I just can't take it at all. At least if I listen to it once, then I can like have nostalgia over it or something like that. And then I'm kind of curious though, like, what are your thoughts when you listen to the music for the first time? Like, there's so much going on, don't you guys think? Like, you know, when a new song comes out, and then you're listening it for the first time, and you're just getting in that mellow details, like you know the highs and the lows, the bass and the, you know the All the different frequencies you were here, like it's kind of interesting, don't you guys think? Like it's an interesting experience by itself. For me, I think when it comes to music, uh, the first impression is the most important. If I listen to something, I like how it sounds. I'm gonna like that song. And if I listen to something initially, I don't like how it sounds. I chances are I won't. I won't go looking for that song again. You know how YouTube has this thing where you can premiere a song, so like everyone listens to it for the first time, and then it comes out officially. Imagine listening to the song during the premiere, and that's the only time you get to listen to it. That is an interesting thought. It would be very sad, I'd say, because you'd listen to it, and then afterwards you wouldn't be able to experience it again 
like you could just listen to that one time and i guess i for me it'd be very sad very melancholic because i would love to listen to the song again especially if i do really like the song yeah, that's how it is when you hear a song and you don't know its name and you you search and search you <laughs> yeah find how is it worth it? listening to a song you hate 30 times i, I mean the yeah. song is like four minutes 20 times that's four minutes that's oh god more than an hour imagine just that sound like the song you hate in your ears for more than an hour every day if you don't think about the timing it's just white noise <laughs> Another thing about music is when you listen to, let's not a song that you hate, but a song that you like, you keep on listening to it. I feel like every now and then you discover new aspects to it. Maybe a bit of the vocalization, a particular yeah, bass yeah. line, a particular note. And, uh, you know, it's like finding an Easter egg in a movie. It's like, hey, I know this is there now. Yeah, I kind of agree. Like if you put on a good pair of headphones and you listen to like music on high quality streaming audio, it's actually very interesting, like you can hear the different layers of the sound. I don't know if you guys have ever experienced that before, but like, you know, you can listen to the instrumentals, like, you know, maybe the violin in the background or the guitar or like, you know, the minor hammer on and pick off, pull offs, I'm sorry, pull offs like of the guitar, like you can catch those minor, minor details. And I think that, and I think that is what makes listening to music again so interesting. Like every time you pick up something new, uh sometimes when i hear a song i like uh the drum beat maybe it's a it's a really fast one it's a really catchy one you want to imitate it so you try to like with your own ears just isolate the sounds that you're hearing and then you catch that one particular just certain things that are that you don't hear when you're just hearing the song as a whole you know it's like it's like artwork you know you're paying special attention to one part of it and uh it's just it's it's really fun to experience that i mean uh, like speaking on like you know music i guess like one thing about music is that compared to a book like music has the emotion the vocals of the singers whereas books it really depends on the author's ability to write out their emotions on paper is it like you did but words have their own it's like words have their own meanings they're so beautiful it's just like the lyrics in a song i mean the lyrics in the song are words too <laughs> No, I mean like, okay, you know how like you said songs have layers, right? And yeah. you said that you understand and then how the melody and the beats and all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Books and words, like, of course, okay, I'm not talking about lyrics as songs, but in books and words, like, mm-hmm. if you analyze one by one, they have like a greater meaning to each one. Until yeah. you have to do it for your literature class, and then you start hitting it. Must I do every sentence, every word? I don't care what color clothes he's wearing. <laughs> no, but I've actually like, you know, I've read a few like, you know, those short stories by Charles Dickens. Like, and the vocab they use is kind of old English, but it's very interesting the way they phrase everything, the way the metaphors they use and the, you know, the, the style of writing is just so interesting and you just want to replicate it in your writing as well. I think that is one thing that I also admire about, you know, reading books something that Jared wouldn't understand, but... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as a kid, I read some few Enid Brighton books also. Oh, I dude, I, I really loved Enid Brighton when I was younger. James and the Giant Peach, anyone? No? I remember okay. the one I remember the most was, uh, you'll ever get magic... Oh, magic sneezing powder? I haven't read that. Sorry. Yeah, the, the thing is, there's a lot of Enid Brighton books. The yeah. chances that, you know, two same people read the same ones. All right, so that's the end of the Would You Rather questions. 
I hope that you guys listening actually learned a thing or two and actually stimulated your brains to think with us the possibilities. And also, I sincerely hope that you guys share your regrets with the people who care about you just so that you know you let things out in the end and don't really feel that weight on your shoulders anymore. With that said, I would like to thank everyone for listening and I'll pass it back to Isha. Thanks for watching this podcast episode. We hope you enjoyed the contents of it. Make sure to fill in the feedback form and we'll see you next time. Drop us a follow on Spotify and if you're listening on Instagram, be sure to follow the All Star official page. Level 1 And now we've reached our stop. Oh boy, that was one long elevator ride and honestly, the least awkward one I've ever had. Catch you guys on the next episode of Elevator Sessions.